Hello and welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast of the California MBA featuring one-on-one -on -one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Uh, before I get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. And these are companies that have provided a tremendous amount of financial support for our association to help us stay strong as the voice of the real estate finance uh, uh, um, industry in California. So I want to give a big thanks to AmeriHome, ArchMI, Consolidated Analytics, Incelerate, Funding Shield, Guild Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage and Western Alliance Bank. Thank you all for your continued support for the California MBA. We greatly appreciate that. And with that, I'd like to turn to today's guest. Um, I'm very happy to be welcoming Keith Lind, CEO of Acra Lending. Keith, welcome. Thank you for having me, Susan. Yeah, it's been, uh, I think we talked about this at Western Secondary Market Conference last year. So it's been a minute for us to kind of get our schedules together on this. So I, I appreciate it. I know it's a busy year. No, absolutely. And uh, again, happy to be here. Uh, so I always like to get started with um, hearing about how people got into the mortgage industry. So tell us how you got started. So I was lucky enough uh, after graduating Purdue University in 2001, um, I, I got invited to a leadership clinic through my national fraternity. And uh, there I met some headhunters and uh, one of the headhunters was in touch with a an employee at Bear Stearns who was involved with our national fraternity. Um, and, and really it, it snowballed from there where we had a conversation. And my goal was to move back from Indiana back to New York City. That's where the opportunity was. And after some long, hard interviews, I was able to land the position. Wow, that's a gee, those those uh those chance meetings that um you know mentorship opportunities or just networking uh that's really can change the the trajectory of everything, right? It is. It's uh you know I I always say you know hard work creates opportunities or luck, um and I think you know being able to get invited to to that leadership opportunity uh really provided that opportunity to yeah. to to have that interview and and also lead to the job at Bear Stearns. There you go. And now, as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> so you, you've had a long history in the mortgage industry at this point, like you said, like into it 20 years, um, you know, 2023, definitely a tough year. Um, how, how can a company stay competitive in a market like this? Um, I, you know, I think for Acra, we managed uh, the risk in 2022. I think it starts with managing risk and, and you need to be set up. Um, you need to set yourself up sort of through the tough times to be successful when things start to improve. And in 2022, we had our core employees, um, you know, people that have been with the company for, you know, some of them longer than 10 years. And 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 we got through 2022 with, with what I'll say is our core group. We did have layoffs, but now we're able to hit the ground running in 2023. And, it, you know, it's leaning on our, you know, our 70 salespeople that have been with the company for a long time that have, developed very strong relationships and also being relevant, right? People know that we're, you know, we're fairly well capitalized as a mortgage yeah. originator. We've had no issues funding loans. 
Um, I think our rates have been fairly competitive through all of the volatility through 2022. And that gives us the opportunity to, to be competitive on rates today. And, and, and we're funding loans. And, and it's, it's 2022 was tough. There was people that, that uh, obviously went out of business or people that had trouble funding loans. Um, so I think the stability and, and, and the nature of uh, the, the tenure of all of our employees um, is, is helping us gain market share. Yeah, that's uh, kind of how Acura stays. Com you say that's how you mostly stay competitive against your, um, you know, other other players in in your particular non-QM market. Correct. Yeah, that ability to fund the loans, right? Boy, it's like this is just a, a tough year. I had this job through the financial crisis, and every now and then I wake up going, it's not going to be like that, right? I mean, I know it's not, but it's just you know when I hear so and so is going out of you know correspondent or exiting this part of the market, it kind of makes me. Ah, gasp a little bit, but yeah, definitely good to know. Well-capitalized company and somebody that you know could be a strong business partner. Yeah, and I think what, just to add one point to that, there was multiple situations across, you know, whether it was agency originators or non-QM originators, other private lenders, where people weren't honoring their rates. They would lock, but then they couldn't honor the rate because interest rates were moving so fast. Right. Um, and I think we take pride and we honored all of our locks in 2022, and that built a lot of trust and confidence in our broker base um, to, to keep delivering business to Acra. Right. What would you say um, some of the opportunities are in today's market for the non-QM lending space? Well, I, let's just separate it. I, I think, you know, in, let's go back to 2020 or 21, um, where the market was driven by agency originations. And, you know, a lot of the big brokers that we deal with weren't focusing on non-QM. And, right. and it was more difficult. Now, you know, I, I think refis are down 65 to 70 percent. Purchases are down 30 plus percent. Um, now, you know, we're put in a situation where brokers want to focus on non-QM because that's an opportunity to fund a loan, um, right? Whereas back in 2020 and 21, they had the low-hanging fruit of agency. Right. Non-QM non loans are a little more difficult. Yeah. Uh, more steps in the process, but they know they can make money closing non-QM loans. So I, I think the biggest thing that we're seeing is just, you know, a revived focus from all the brokers to focus on non-QM, which has been very refreshing. Right, just uh, another another product to offer. I know that I hear that from my lenders. It's like, look, you know, right, like you say, phone stop ringing, we're not doing these free, you know, easy refis any longer, obviously, and won't for, be for some time. So they're just looking for that you know, additional products to offer customers. Absolutely. It's interesting how that non-QM market has kind of ebbed and flowed over the last handful of years, but it is always there. It's the right loan for the right, uh, you know, for that right borrower. Yeah, and 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 you know, if you look at what's happening in non-QM, I, I think um, there's a learning curve to understand, you know, the, the products that fall under non-QM, and it's been a, you know, it's a learning process. And I think more and more brokers are starting to, you know, educate themselves on what right. the opportunities are. And then you look at, right, you know, about 15 to 20% of people fall into the non-QM uh, sector. But you look at the sectors that fall under non-QM, the gig economy, Uber drivers, uh, right. self-employed. There's, you know, a lot more people want to be self-employed. They don't want to work in big institutions. Uh, so you've got this entrepreneurial attitude. All those borrowers are going to fall into non-QM. So we think the, the, the tailwinds for non-QM are, are super strong, and it's going to be a growing business moving forward. Yeah, exciting, exciting times. Um, so, you know, it's one thing, uh, you know, being a leader during, you know, hot markets, uh, certainly 
um, much different than in challenging markets like we were seeing in, in 2022, 2023 especially. What are some of the leadership values that you can share to help leaders navigate this type of a market? That's, that is a great question. Um, I, I think uh, for us, it's been transparency. And, and I think it's, it's and, and again, 2022 was an extremely difficult year. And th there were situations when we were changing our guidelines or, or making different prices in, in changing in rates, but following the letter of the law of, of what our contracts say. And I, I think for us, it was just being transparent, delivering the maybe the tough news or the bad news uh, when it had to be delivered, not hiding from it. Um, but, but more importantly, honoring the programs that we're offering to our customers. Yeah, and that transparency, I'm sure, very appreciated in a, a business partnership. It is, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's just tough news. And, and I, and, but I think at the end of the day, people appreciate that. Um, right. Because when people do go radio silent or they're not calling you back, that's even more frustrating. Um, right. Because they don't know if the deal is going to close. Does this opportunity even exist anymore? Um, but, under, you know, and I think as leaders throughout the company, we, we were very hands on. And, and that means myself or, or managers getting on the calls with brokers or our retail clients or corresponding clients to, to have that tough conversation. And, I, I, you know, I, I think they appreciate it coming from senior people to mm -hmm. walk through what the situations are and, and how we've handled them. But the fact that we still are honoring our rates and we're funding loans. Right. Right. No, that's uh, that, that's great advice. Um, you know, we started out our conversation, you talking about how you got into the industry, kind of went to, you know, suggested go to a, a leadership, um, you know, a leadership event. You've had a long history uh, career in the financial services. What advice would you give to a new entrant, a young mortgage professional entering this market or industry rather? It's a great question. So, so there's a lot going on in the mortgage industry. And, and I, th I think a lot of it revolves around technology. Um, and, and the way we can communicate better, find more leads faster, right? Go back to the old days. You had a Rolodex. You were going through yellow pages. Yeah. Um, you were, you were, you know, fumbling around with business cards. And I think to any young professional today that's going to get in the mortgage industry, depending on where you are, and you know, but I'll just use sales as an example. I think that's the best example. Is is you know leveraging technology um, to promote not only your products yourself, your company, um, the success of your company, um, because technology is just changing so fast for the better. I, I still think the mortgage market lags and we're, you know, we're getting better at it. Um, but but I, I think if you're coming into this business and, and you're going to be in sales, there's just so many platforms that you can leverage to reach right. new potential borrowers or new potential brokers. Um, and, and, and the people that don't do that, I think, are just going to struggle. The people that can take advantage, think outside the box, and leverage these technologies. I, I think if, if you could do that, you'd be very successful in this business. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, we we launched mortgageinnovators.com a few years ago and it's really just, uh, it's really taken off. And to your point, I think successful, you know, people that are successful in the mortgage industry are leveraging all the technology solutions that are out there because there is just an abundance of them and it seems like there's new ones every day. That's right. Uh, well, you know, um, ACRA has been just a big supporter of the California MBA. And I just keep, I want to thank you so much for that. You know, we can't do what we do from an advocacy standpoint uh, unless we have the support from companies like ACRA. But can you share with uh, our listeners why you um, choose to put your sponsorship support behind the California MBA? 
Yeah, well, it's it's the endless amount of um, of great relationships that 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 we've formed um, through our partnering with you, and you know that's something that uh, you know when, when I stepped in here, and, and you know one of the big initiatives that we had is partnerships matter, and and it leads to you know not only friendships but it leads to business, and for us the consistency of showing up at your events. Uh, meeting not only you know what were new friends but now old friends, um, that's been that's been great for Acra. It, it's been uh, instrumental for our salespeople uh, to keep growing and, and to bring in new business, and something that we look forward to, to to partnering with you for a very long time. Well, we really appreciate it, and you've got a great team uh, to work with. I really appreciate working with the folks at Acra. So, Keith, thank you for joining me on today's uh, Connect episode. You're very welcome. And thanks to all of you for joining us on Connect. Uh, to access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week on Connect, and we'll see you next time.